Hey, to all the real estate professionals out there, I want to let you know The Buyer's Mind is sponsored by Homebridge Financial. Homebridge loan officers are experts in new home financing, and they bring sales ideas and strategies and market intelligence and programs that will help sell homes. To learn more about that, go to builder.homebridge.com. Homebridge Financial, home financing made easy. You want to be a better salesperson. Do you want to be a better human? Interesting topic. We'll get into it today on The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Well, welcome everyone once again to another episode of The Buyer's Mind. I am your host, Jeff Shore, and I am absolutely thrilled to bring on today uh, executive, author, speaker, and a good friend, Rhonda Conger. She's going to talk about her newly re-released book, Better Human. It, it is just such a fantastic book and uh, very, very inspirational. But then she's an inspirational person. We spoke for quite a while. So uh, just in the interest of time, we're going to get right to it. All right. What a joy to have uh, my friend Rhonda Conger uh, with us. Uh, just an extremely talented leader, speaker, and author. Uh, her books just really, really had uh, a combination of fun introspective, meaningful, but mostly challenging. So whether it's uh, you go first about leadership, whether it's about whether it's the book Better Thinking uh, about just your thinking habits in life or what we're going to talk today about how to be a better human. That's a lofty aim. I wouldn't put that in front of anybody unless you had the mind power, the personality, the electricity of Rhonda Conger. So welcome, Rhonda, to The Buyer's Mind. Jeff Shore, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I just love any chance that I get to hang out with you. Uh, so thanks for this. And, and you know, this is my passion. This is my jam. So I'm excited to hang out and kind of yeah. dive into this. Let's go all the way back, Rhonda, to when you first wrote uh, Better Human. You've written three books now. And uh, that first book is always uh, just so very, very interesting. The very process of, of writing it, of producing it. And then when that first box shows up at your house and you're standing there with a box cut in your hand, shaking, wondering, will anybody think my baby's going to be pretty? Uh, take us all the way back to what caused you to want to write that book in the first place. Well, you are spot on with that whole uh, story, just for the record. So, mm -hmm. you know, well, I I've been I'm, there. I've done it myself. Every time a new book comes out, my hand shakes. Yeah. Well, you are pro grade. So you for sure, right? Oh, please. Have set the bar very high with, with your books and everything you've done. But here's what I'll tell you. You know, I would have, I don't think I would have told you I was going to write a book. Uh, it, it just wasn't necessarily on my list. But what happened was I was speaking a ton. I was sharing my passion, my love for life. You know, it, it's funny, you know, in, being in the home building industry for as long as I have been. And, you know, I speak to different groups and businesses and chambers and companies and teams and all those type of things. And it was just interesting. I really very rarely spoke on home building, even though you think I would and should. Uh, but I really talked about my you know, my goal and hunt to be a better human every day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so as I spoke about that to group after group after group, it just be, kind of came this theme. People would come up to me afterwards and say, hey, can I buy your book? 
Hey, can I buy your book? Or where do I get your book? And I just kept saying, I don't, I don't have a book. I don't have a book. And finally I was like, you know what? I evidently need to write a book. <laughs> and it, that's really what spurred it. And you know, the, the interesting part to me was I wrote, you know, I wrote better human uh, five years ago and shipped it off, um, you know, to my publisher and editor, uh, finished it up and, and they were, you know, sending it to go get printed and it was coming back via a boat. And I'll never forget. I was like halfway through, you know, we're two months away from it getting to us. And I was like, I think we should turn the ship around. I, I don't, I don't think I want to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if my baby's going to be pretty. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to read her. I don't know if anyone is going to like it. And I'll never forget that moment. And then you're right. When, when the box got here and I opened it up and wow, 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 wow. It has been, um, it has been a, a wonderful five years. It, it's been amazing. Uh, you know what I think is interesting, you know, Jeff, and I think you'll totally get this is, you know, there's everything that's in my book. We've all heard in some form, shape or way, right? We all know, you know, instinctively what it takes to be a better human and that it is a full time job and it's every day and it's all day. And it's not just kind of some of the days. And I'll never forget one of my uh, readers who, you know, I actually know the gentleman and, and wonderful man. You know, he read it and he, you know, he, he stopped me and he just said, hey, you know, I read your book. Thanks. I like it. You know, whatever. I was like, Oh, great, great. Good, good, good. He's like, but you know, I kind of know all of that. And I was like, I completely agree with you. But what I want to know from you is, are you actually doing it? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause there's a big difference between knowing and doing. You know, I, I get that. I, I I can understand that your mindset has to be right in order to read this book in the first place, because you, you say things like, you know, you are special. Never stop believing that. Right. And somebody mm -hmm. might look at it. And the problem is and it's not lost on you. We live in a cold, cynical world. Right. We live in a world where people would mock things like that. And so was it difficult for you to look at it and say, I don't care. The world needs this message. I'm going to write it anyway. Or were you concerned that people might look at it and go, oh, come on, give me a break. Better human says who? You know, Jeff, I disagree. And this is probably why I'm okay with putting the book out there the way I did. And, and, you know, I use the L word, that love word a lot. Yeah, and right. one, yeah. one, one thing that, you know, every human being, I don't care who you are. And if you say otherwise, I, I think you're lying to me and yourself. They need encouragement, right? Encour you know, there's a great quote that encouragement, I think it's John Maxwell that says encouragement is like oxygen, right? To the, to the soul, to the mind, to the brain is, mm -hmm. and, and to me, I guess that's what part of this book is to say is that if you have let everything else get to you, if you're listening, I always call it, don't, don't listen to your monkey mind that is telling you that you can't do anything. You're not good enough, right? If you are listening to things around you, or if you're letting things pull you down, I guess my hope and prayer through better human is that I'm going to turn that. I'm going to change the way you think. I'm going to challenge you because I love what you said when you introed me, Jeff. And you're right. I want this to be fun because I want you to stay awake. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> when you're reading this, I want it to be meaningful. But at the same time, I do. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you mm -hmm. with the way you think, the way you act, the way you treat people, the way you're running your life. So yeah, my, my you know, a good friend of mine says, why do I feel like you're poking me in the chest the whole time? Mm-hmm. 
which I think is a good way to describe the book, actually, because it does cause you, uh, you know, to look at it and 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 ask yourself the question, OK, even if this was common sense, is it the common way to live? And I, I, I would argue that living the way that you describe it is an uncommon way. And yet, if we can create those habits and rituals that you talk about and ladle on that, the love that you talk about, it seems uh, to be the best way to live, right, <laughs> ultimately. So let me ask you about that then. From your perspective, uh, how hard is it for you to live a better human life? You know, it's a full-time job, and I'm going to say that, you know, that that it's one of my favorite taglines, but it's true. And, and even I'm, you know, I, I say that I'm far from done. And remember, you know, as my sons lovingly like to remind me, I did not write perfect human. I wrote better human and mm. I'm far from perfect. You know, mm-hmm. I still have to, you know, and, and they say Jeff too, that a lot of these books that are written things, you really do it for your yourself first and foremost. And yeah. so I would tell you that it, that really was for me first and foremost to make sure I keep myself in check, make sure that I'm living this life um, that I read, you know, that I've written about and that I talk about and that I want to keep it first place. But you're right. There are things when it's challenging and it's hard and I have to queue up my different habits, whether that's my gratitude. Um, you know, I've, I've learned to, uh, I've got to share with you, Jeff there. I'm trying to think who shared it with me. Have you heard of doc? Uh, he's a doctor. He's a brain doctor, Dr. Amen. Have you heard of him? Oh yeah. Daniel Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you, okay. This is what I love. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying when I'm a full-time job and I need it just as everyone else. So he shared his and and his night routine the other day. And I was like, I am in. So every morning when he wakes, you know, wakes up, opens his eyes. The first thing he says to himself is it's going to be a great day. And he's saying, I'm trying to prime my brain for how this day is going to go. He says that a couple of times. And then he says why it's going to be a great day. Right. Like, so today, Jeff Shore, I was like, it's going to be a great day. I'm hanging with my, you know, Jeff Shore. It can't get much better than this. Come on now. Right. You and I on this podcast can hardly wait. Listed out a couple more things. And then he says, so I've primed my brain for the day, my energy, my mind, my head. I'm headed that way. And then he says at the end of the day, I love this. You know, I'm full of gratitude and you know me, I have had habits and things that I do, but he says, mine's a little bit different. At the end of the day, I spend two minutes and I say, what went well? Mm -hmm. What did you personally do as you know, what went well for you that you did that you're proud of and then do it again tomorrow? Mm hmm. Right. Like, yeah. I guess that, that's to me what that means to me on this hunt for better human and that I'm still right. I just learned this last week and I'm adopting it and I'm challenging myself and I'm growing. So better human to me is, is that as long as I keep working on it and doing it, I'm just like everyone else. I'm on the hunt for it. How much is this a matter of the rituals and the habits versus the will, because it, it, the the problem that I would see with the will is that it it tends to come and go so much, and it's it it depends on the circumstances that I'm in at any given time, or whether or not my you know my significant other is being an idiot on this given day, or whatever it is. But when it comes to the habits, the rituals, even we were talking about Daniel Daniel Amen, and you know how do you start your day and end your day with with gratitude and expectation, whatever it is. Uh, how much of this is habit? ritual and how much of it is just having the right mindset and the will to do it that way? You know, I, I think that it depends on the human and what, mm-hmm. what, what system they're operating out of. 
Right. So, you know, for me, I would tell you, this is probably my personality. There's a lot of it that's just who I am and what I believe in and, and the importance of it. Yes. I layer on top of that, some really good habits. I'm so afraid Jeff Shore of going the opposite direction that I think that that's the pure will, right? Like I, I don't mm -hmm. want to be an angry human. I don't want to be a mean human. I don't want right. to be someone that's not thriving or someone that's not successful or someone that's not giving out love and encouragement and praise and doing big things. So I'm so afraid of that, that I think that that's what probably pushes me so hard this way. Cause I'm not interested in any of the other. Right. Uh, I, who, I'm trying to remember who said it. I've always been an optimist. Frankly, I've never seen much sense in being the opposite. I'm trying to remember who said that, but I, but I look at it and I go, it's a really good point. Okay, so now we want to be better humans, and this is this is a, a, a great time for this book to be re-released here. Is the re-release date in, in October. This is on the basically the fifth year anniversary of the original release of, of Better Human. And uh, it's coming out at a time when it is challenging a lot of people to try to be their best selves, right? This I, I am fully convinced that 2020 will go down in our little blip on the historical map as the most bizarre and interesting year ever. And it's challenging us because it's it's put all of our habits and rituals and the life as we know it in upheaval. We've had to decide how are we going to adapt? How are we going to change? How are we going to still try to be our best self? So so this actually is a really good case study to ask, how can you be a better human when in some cases your life is falling apart around you? Because you know what? Relationships get messy and loved ones die and injuries happen and illness takes its course. How do you be a better human when you're facing adversity? You know, it's funny. I, I have this sign that I just love, by the way, and it, it's guided me through a lot of things in my life because you said it perfectly, Jeff. Life is messy. And that's mm -hmm. with COVID or without, by the way. So mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? I mean, life is just messy. And you're right. These times are like no other for sure. And, you know, the, the sign that I keep because I need it is if you're handed it, you can handle it. And so we've been handed this. And how we're going to come out of this is all based on, you know, hugely on how we all act, right, as humans and how we treat each other, how we treat ourselves, how we treat, you know, everyone else, whether that's our team, our, you know, our spouse, our children, our community. And I think now more than ever, I mean, it, it it's hard. I mean, we're seeing, you know, cranky people, angry people, mad people, think people doing things that are just, you know, just and you want to say, well, it's okay because of COVID. And I disagree that this is where we need grace space more than ever. This is when we need patience and love and understanding more than ever. So I hope that, you know, with the release of, of Better Human, because truly Better Human, you know, you said, you know, it's meaningful and it's challenging. And I appreciate that because I think that the Better human, a good chunk of it is about you being self-aware of yourself, how you're acting, what you're doing, what your rituals are, how you're handling yourself with, you know, those around you and really making you really inspect, right? Inspect yourself, quit looking out and blaming everyone else, but really taking a look inside and saying, you know, how am I acting? What is it like to be with me? Right. It, you know, is it, is it, 
good news? Is it bad news? I mean, what does that look like? And so I, I hope that you know, I think that's another reason we were really excited to relaunch this in October is to say, man, now more than ever, I hope that you stop for a second. Be, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk says, you know, the secret to success is, is being self-aware, understanding, Mm -hmm. right. And I hope that this is really all better human really comes down to is I'm poking your chest and asking you all these questions to say, do you understand how you're behaving as a human? And is that good news? You, in that description there, just in the last minute, if you go back and count it, you you use the same word three times. Uh, you use the word hope. And I want to talk about the word hope as it relates to optimism, because better human, it, it has this overtone of being optimistic in the hope of, a, of living a better life, of living your best life, as you say, not your perfect life. Mm-hmm but mm-hmm. your best life. And I, I for, for whatever reason, I've been studying this concept of hope, this psychological basis of hope. And it's really interesting to me that, that people who uh, struggle with depression, either in the short term or those who s- struggle with deep uh, clinical depression, uh, where there's something physiologically wrong with them. And I have a very, very close friend who's going through this. Maybe that's what, what, what uh, has inspired me to study it. But, there is this idea of the absence of hope or the reduction of hope uh, shows a significant rise in depression. And people like you and me, uh, I, I get the sense that we're blessed with this hope gene. Like we're excited about tomorrow, even though we don't fully understand it. And I feel yeah. legitimately bad for people who seem to be a little deficient at times in that hope gene. And they look around their world and they go, there's just nothing really to be all that hopeful for. Is this a bridge too far, Rhonda? Or if I have I pegged you correctly no. on this one? No. And, and Jeff, I'm so glad that you're saying all this because, you know, I'm a private human, by the way. Mm-hmm. So for me to write, I tease and say that I'm an introvert most days, don't let me fool you, uh, mm-hmm. is for me to write and share a tiny, tiny bit of my personal life, you know, which I would say my young years, you know, there was no hope. Uh, there really wasn't. It didn't look good. I always said I, sh- I should have been the girl in a roadside ditch. Uh, and obviously I, I, I didn't end up there. So I, I did that because I don't want people to say, well, she's just a Pollyanna. She's had a great mm-hmm. life and she doesn't understand mm-hmm. hard things and she hasn't done messy things. And so it's easy for her to have hope. And yeah. I would disagree with you. Hope from zero to zero to 18, there were none, there, there was nothing. And so mm-hmm. I really had to, I love what you said earlier, will, is, is this a will Rhonda? Is this a habit? Is this your rituals? And mm-hmm. you need to rely on all three at times. And you're mm-hmm. right on the hope side. And especially when you're dealing with depression, these, these really important things that you speak of, that is when you probably need all three things. You need to fire yeah. up some sort of will. You need to fire up some side of have some habit and get into a ritual and tell you can fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so interesting and really painful, obviously, to watch people who deal with the depression. Oh. I don't want to make light of it at all. And, <laughs> and it pisses me off when people say, come on, just buck up. Life is hard on everybody. Um, but, but I, I feel legitimately bad for them because they don't have that hope. And I am hopeful for this life, for the next life. I, I just feel uh, like uh, I'm, I'm blessed with that hope gene. Let's talk about something else that had to happen for you in order to write this book. And that is the that you had to make a decision 
be, just based on what you were just talking about, that you're a private person, and I'm I'm with you on that, right? When when the pandemic first hit and everybody said we were quarantined, I'm like, no problem. I've been practicing this for a long, long time. Uh, and 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 even for me, it was like, get me out of here. Right? So you had to embrace vulnerability, not just accept vulnerability. You had to embrace vulnerability. I mean, you really had to lean into that. You had to lay yourself out there. Uh, in order to do this, even though, you know, somewhere along the line, some online troll was going to say something absolutely horrible. Somebody was going to tell you you're full of it, whatever it is. Somebody say, I know I knew you when, Rhonda. I know your secrets. You're not a better human. All of these things that probably came up uh, fall into that category of vulnerability, which is so hard to do. Was that difficult? Did I mean, I, I would almost look at it and describe the word bravery to that level of vulnerability. You've described it perfectly. Uh, it was probably uh, one of the hardest things I've done, uh, which I think is interesting. Uh, I think that it pushed me as a person uh, and who I am, and I had to be okay with it. Uh, and you're right. I mean, you know, not everyone's going to agree. And, and you bet there's some people out there that have lovely, you know, things to say and, and want to share. And that's okay. That's okay. But you're right. I mean, you, if you want to, as you know, Jeff Shore, if, if you want to do big things, you know, I love Hugh McLeod. He says, if you, you know, you, we all need to, you know, make a dent in the universe, I hope, in some way or fashion, you know, or form. And I felt like all those years speaking in public about it, um, to some degree, I mean, it was all just on how I ran my life and I hope that it would help others. And and just like, you know, when I, you know, you just did a great conference, Jeff, and I don't, I don't know if you read this or if you understood this, but I took like 10 pages of notes and it's because I'm constantly learning, right? And so to me, you're paying it forward. You're sharing your knowledge, all the things that you've learned and, and making, you know, such a huge dent in this universe. And that's how I looked at why I needed to do better human is that based on the feedback I kept, I kept getting, will you write this book? Will you write this book? Can we buy your book? I was like, I need to pay this forward. And yes, I'm not absolutely 100% crazy about this, the, this idea, but at the same time, I need to be brave. I, I'm willing to put myself out there, but you you bet. It was, it was hard. It was scary, especially from an introvert perspective. And I agree with you when this whole COVID thing, I was like, well, I'm already <laughs> quarantined. So I'm good. Right. Like I, I go to the office, I go home with my family. I'm good. Uh, so you're right. But you know, when you just want to do big things and I want to put myself out there. I want to be brave. I want to have, you know, hope and love that, that hopefully I'm making a difference. And I'll tell you in the last five years, the love, the recognition. I mean, people telling me that I've cha forever changed their life, that I've changed their how their spouses and their kids or their family members. And, you know, I mean, we just got one the other day and this one's very emotional, Jeff. Um, we just got, you know, one that she just said, you know, this book forever changed my life. I was in an abusive relationship. Uh, I, you know, didn't know a way out. I didn't know there was, I read her, you know, better human and I'm done and I'm out and I'm living the life that I dreamed of. And I don't know if I would have. And so yeah. there's these, these stories like this, that you're just like, wow, you, you need to put yourself out there. You, mm -hmm. The world, the world needs it. I guess that's what I would say. And that makes everything worth it. All the hard work, all of the doubt, all of the wonder, all of the critics, everything else, it, it all pays off with uh, with moments uh, like that. You know, if you want to be a better human, it seems to me that one of the things that you want to think about is how to be a complete 
human or a well-rounded human. And, you know, I, I am, I am not a huge, huge proponent of this idea of perfect work-life balance. First of all, I think the term work-life balance should be rewritten as life-work balance. I would rather look at my life first and my work as a subset of my life. Um, but beyond that, there's just the idea of these different compartments in your life. And I'm actually rereading right now for the fifth time. This is the only book other actually than the Bible that I would say that I've written, uh, that I've read now five times. And uh, it's the book, The Power of Full Engagement, Jim Lehrer and Tony Schwartz. And one of the things that they talk about is energy and your how you manage your energy in all these different areas of your life. Uh, the physical, relational, uh, spiritual, vocational, whatever it happens to be. And that energy management is going to be really, really critical. And I want to talk uh, specifically here on that balance or that, uh, that, that look at how we live our life relative to how we work. Because you've got a chapter here that's going to say nothing works until you do. I know you're a hard worker. I know that you enjoy working hard. And yet there are people out there who think, you know, they've got that rat race mentality that I'll just like bust my butt now and hopefully someday it'll pay off. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but that's the best that they can do along those lines. Can you address that a little bit? Just the idea of where does work fit into your life and how does the idea of being a balanced human make you a better human? You, you know, I love your life work. So thank you for that, Jeff. And it's not original, are, but you're welcome. Well, it's just, it's correct. <laughs> I'll tell you that yeah. it, it's correct. Yeah. And it's funny you said that because when people talk to me, I think I did a, uh, uh, one of my talks was like this, this whole work balance thing, please lose it from your vocabulary and, and you're living wrong. If that's what you're living for. And I just, it doesn't make sense to me. My life is, I always say, I only have one life, Jeff, and mm -hmm. I want to live my best life. It's funny. My, uh, you know, my husband and I, we have this, you know, when we eat dinner at night and we're finally, you know, circling around the campfire and finally back together. And we, we kind of always have this, this thing that we love to do with each other. And that's really to kind of just raise our glass, whether that's a diet, Coke or a water or a wine, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. the, to raise the glass to, to cheers just really quick and to kind of pay gratitude to say, here's to living our best life. Here's to living our best life. And that best life is to me is working. And this isn't work, Jeff. I mean, mm -hmm. I absolutely adore, obviously, home building. I love my team, like the community, you know, and then and then, you you know, my family is so hugely important to me, but I want them to, to come with me. And that's where I think sometimes people get in trouble is when they're putting everything in a box and trying to keep everything separate. So work is work. Yes. Don't mix it with home. Home is home. Don't mix it with anything else. Uh, you know, whatever you're doing on your side, don't mix that in. And you know me. I mean, this is all one thing for me. This is all one thing for me, you know, mm -hmm. writing, speaking. I mean, I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about my family. I'm talking about CBH homes. I'm talking about my team, my work. I'm not compart, you know, no, 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 no. This is my life work. Like I said, I love what you're saying here. This is what I'm doing. I'm trying to create a big life. I'm trying to create my best life and it's all coming with me. Right. Like th this, this whole balance thing, I, it's, it's not what it's about for me. And sometimes, you know, I sway more and I'm doing, I've got a really big, you know, family things that I'm doing, but then sometimes maybe I'm swinging that pendulum and I've got really big things going on at work, but I'm constantly moving and adjusting that based on what is important to me right, right now at, at, at this moment. And I think, 
I'm not on the hunt to stop anytime soon. I'm not trying to hit it big or hit it out of the park so I can go retire and not work. This is it. This is where I find my joy, my passion, my love. And I firmly believe I'm bringing my husband and my sons with me along with everyone else here with me. That's when it gets really, really good in my opinion. Yeah, well, I certainly do see that that truth in the the idea that we compartmentalize our life so much, and then we say, "I'm this person here, and I'm that person there," and and so I have these roles that I have to play, or or hats that I have to switch out, and that's I think problematic uh, when we when we look at it. It's probably not the best way to uh, to live our life. Uh, before before we wrap it up here, um, I I just would would. I want to just end up talking just a little bit about what advice you would have for people who are struggling right now. I mean, listen, I'm I'm going to tell you, don't get the book, get the bundle. So if you go to rondaconger.com, R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com, there's a bundle. It's $39.95 for all three of the books. And let me just tell you, it it, it is if thirty nine ninety five isn't worth it to really change your mindset, uh, you're you're you got bigger problems that I could solve. But I'll, I'll make it easier for you. If you buy the book bundle and you're not happy, just let me know. I'll send you a check. It, it, no questions asked. Um, but as you look at it, you know there are people who are struggling right now. But maybe even on this conversation, there's a glimpse of hope. They're listening to it and they're saying, you know, I'm listening to Rhonda and I do have some hope besides just you know get the book which i espouse here uh, what what advice do you have for somebody just in, in wrapping it up who maybe has been going through a tough time in any number of areas of their life but really wants to have that hope you know i i hope there's that word jeff i yeah. i hope for them that you know, I, I have a simple, a simple check. This is like the simplest of checks, right? One of my favorite quotes is check yourself before you wreck yourself. And uh, here's what I would want someone to do. If you are currently unhappy, if you're currently unfulfilled, if you're currently in a bad state, I want you to stop whatever you have been doing. So whatever you're watching, please turn that off. Whoever is coming through your phone and it's it's not helping, right? It's actually hurting you or adding to whatever you're feeling. Just stop taking those phone calls as well. Whatever that is, does that make sense? And go completely the other way, right? Like I want you to change what you're listening to, what you're watching, who you're listening to, whether you need to upgrade your, your, your friends, your the people that you listen to, the people that you talk to, because I have to tell you, I find Part of the issue is maybe you do want more, you do want different, but you have, based on your current mindset and energy and the way you're behaving, you have literally attracted all of that to you. I firmly believe that, by the way. And so I always say, hold on, can you just stop for two seconds and say, if you are unhappy in your life and how you're handling yourself and what you're doing, I want you to stop whatever you're doing because it's obviously not working. It's Mm -hmm. obviously not working. So you need to stop that. And we need to run the opposite direction. You know, my second book, Better Thinking, the whole reason of that one, Jeff, is that, you know, every morning, Monday through Friday, and that's it. I don't do seven days a week. Monday through Friday, every morning I wake up and I send out a thought or a quote. And truly that was meant just for my team, by the way, here at CBH Homes. And that was over 15 years ago. But then I, you know, it was so funny. I had people saying, hey, my wife really needs 
really needs this. Could you send your quote? My husband needs this. My daughter needs this. So then all of a sudden my list, my list just kept growing and growing and growing. So today it's, it's just amazing and I love it. But the reason why it's so powerful is because I'm trying to say to people, and I think this is what um, Dr. Amen was saying too, is that we have to to start our day in a correct manner. Get your brain going in the right way, right? It's gonna be a great day, here's why, and then I'm gonna go get it. Because you can either go get, right, the, the mood, the energy, the love, the, the thinking that you want, right? And I'm hoping that's all in a good, positive energy, things that fill your tank way, or you're gonna go out and get the opposite. You're going to go listen to the news. You're going to go scroll through social media until you are even more depressed, in my opinion. Right. Like, what are you going out and getting? And I think that would be my my number one piece of advice is one, check yourself right here, right now. And whatever's not serving you, I want you to go the opposite way. I've told people to turn their phones off, block phone number, whatever you need to do. Right. And then I want you to say, what are you what are you putting in the tank every single day? And that's truly what Better Humans about. I want to know what you're filling your tank with. Who are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? That will answer a lot of questions for me. Uh, Rhonda Conger, uh, just amazing stuff. You can go to RhondaConger.com. You can buy the book. Uh, executive, author, speaker and a really, really good human being. Great spending time with you, Rhonda. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jeff Shore. I'm telling you, thanks for putting a dent in this universe. Thanks for making me smarter, better every single day. Big, big fan. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it. Such a great conversation, an inspirational conversation. And I just love this opportunity here that we have to to think through how we benefit from that optimism, from that hope, from that vulnerability. And just as the opportunity is in front of us every single day to be better humans, because it just benefits us, benefits the entire world at a time that the entire world needs it. Until next time, go out there and change someone's world. 